Coming up this half hour, in or out? Should all pets live indoors, or are there some domestic pets that are happier spending their lives outdoors? What's better for them? What's the difference between a domestic pet and a wild animal? We're going to start with this. Dangers of leaving animals outdoors. This is from Pet and Care, a collective of AAHA accredited animal hospitals located in Northern California. And this was posted on their website August of 2017. Today we're talking about potential risks having your animals live outdoors and methods of protecting your independent pet's well-being. Most notably, we will be talking about cats and dogs. There are some common risks when you have a cat or a dog live outside. Parasites. Parasites are an increased risk factor the more often an animal is outside. It is important to make sure your pet is on appropriate parasite prevention and you have your cats and dogs tested annually. Disease. Diseases are often also an increased risk when your animals roam outside. It is especially important that these animals are vaccinated and have proper protection. Check with your vet hospital and make sure your animal is fully vaccinated. Injury. Your pets may get injured by getting hit by a car, falling from a tall height, or get stuck in some piping or fencing. While animals are more likely to have some of these problems in more urban environments, it is still a potential risk for pets in rural environments. Local wildlife. There are often predators near where we live. The smaller the animal, the higher the risk of a predator nearby who may attack them. There's also the risk of other animals defending themselves, like poisonous snakes. On the other hand, cats and dogs are both predators themselves and will likely hunt and kill some of the local smaller wildlife. Other pets. Not all pets who roam outside are friendly towards other animals. Dogs and cats are both territorial animals. Dog fights and cat fights are common factors outside. Keep yourself informed about other roaming pets in the area. Humans. While we don't like to talk about this much, there are some humans that are a risk to your pet. Animal cruelty is a common problem. On rare occasions, we will be taking radiographs on outdoor cats to find that at some point they have been shot with a BB gun and still have the bullet inside. Sometimes humans may not even have ill will against your pet and are simply trying to give your pet a treat that turns out to be toxic for them, including chocolate. A person may also think your animal is abandoned or got loose. In these situations, the people will either adopt them into their own households or take them to a shelter. Make sure your animal is microchipped so if something happens, they can come back to you safely. The elements. Leaving them outside also leaves them vulnerable to the elements such as storms, cold weather, and hot weather. Many people think that our pet's fur coat will protect them against the cold, but often it only helps to a certain extent. All animals have their own tolerance and limits. Make sure you are aware of your own pets. Hot weather, on the other hand, runs the risk of your animal becoming dehydrated and overheating quickly. In more urban environments, hot pavement and sidewalks run the risk of burning our pet's paw pads. During hot weather, make sure our animals have plenty of shade and water. Escape. 
Sometimes when owners leave their dogs in the backyard, dogs can find weak spots in the fence. Cities and states have laws requiring that dogs be on leashes while outside. Owners will need to frequently check their fencing and make sure it is secure. Chaining up your dog, commonly referred to as tethering, is considered illegal in some states. Note for the states where it's not illegal, your dog cannot get away from any approaching danger and your dog may also break the leash. To check your state's leash laws, here are links to quick and useful tables. For state dog leash laws, animallaw.info forward slash topic forward slash table state dog leash laws. And for state dog tether laws, animallaw.info forward slash topic forward slash table state dog tether laws. While this may not be everything, we hope this gives you a good scope of things to consider before letting your animals outside. Here's another article from everydayhealth.com. This article was written by Chris Eliadis, MD, and reviewed by Jennifer Garcia, DVM, June 30th, 2010. They say, most experts agree, cats and dogs are better off as indoor pets. Here's why. Domestic cats and dogs are the most popular pets in the United States, numbering more than 130 million. Some people believe that cats are natural outdoor pets and will be happier outside. But according to the Humane Society of the United States, cats will stay healthier as indoor pets. Since the 1940s, when kitty litter first became available, cats have gradually moved indoors. Cats left outside adapt quickly and will naturally start hunting smaller mammals because they are not as dependent on people as dogs are. They have a greater tendency to stray from their homes. In fact, 20% of cats that are adopted were strays. Here are some things to keep in mind about outdoor cats. Pet health. The average lifespan of an outdoor cat is about two years compared to more than 10 years for an indoor cat. Ticks, fleas, disease, traffic, and predators all pose dangers to outdoor cats. Studies have found that about 13% of a coyote's diet consists of cats. Environmental concerns. Domestic cats are not part of the natural environment. Even when well-fed, their instincts are to hunt. In addition to killing mice and chipmunks, outdoor cats kill millions of birds each year. Outdoor options. If you want to let your cat enjoy the outdoors, consider an outdoor pet enclosure or harness. Cats can be trained to go for walks outside on a leash and harness. An outdoor enclosure should be one that keeps cats in and predators out, which means it must have a closed roof. Why dogs do better indoors. Some pet owners believe that outdoor dogs get more exercise, are happier, and are good guard dogs. According to pet health experts, however, these arguments are simply not true. Dogs are social animals that crave attention. They are not happy alone outside. If a dog lives outside, the only territory he will guard is his pen. And instead of exercising, dogs that are left outside spend most of their time waiting for you. 
In some parts of the country where the climate is milder, it is more common to have outdoor dogs. But dogs are social creatures and are never happy in isolation, says Bill Gorton, a professional dog trainer in Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania. Here are some of the other hazards of keeping a dog as an outdoor pet. Pet health. Outdoor dogs can escape from the yard, facing danger in the form of traffic, poisoning, or fights with other animals. Chronic health problems can develop from cold or heat exposure because outdoor dogs are less socialized. They are more likely to be given to shelters. In addition, outdoor dogs are more likely to be put down. Behavioral problems. Dogs that are outside pets are more stressed and develop behavior problems such as barking, digging, escaping, and being overly aggressive. This makes them harder to train and easier to give up. Outdoor options. Dogs need exercise. The best way to get them outside is to be outside with them, walking or playing. If you leave your dog outside for short periods, make sure to provide a safe, escape-proof shelter, shade, and fresh water. Never chain your dog. Remember that dogs with heavy coats don't do well in the heat, and short-coated dogs do not do well in the cold. Should you change your pet's environment? It is possible to bring your outdoor pet indoors, but it may take some time to get him used to being in the house. Making an indoor pet into an outdoor pet is almost always a bad idea. Cats will easily learn to use a litter box and you can keep them happy by providing them with play toys and a scratching post. But letting an indoor cat outside exposes them to dangers and cats may stray. Bad habits developed by an outdoor dog may be managed or modified with training. You may need the help of a professional dog trainer. The worst thing you can do to a dog that is an indoor pet is to turn him outside warns Gordon. Imagine how you feel when you've been locked out of your house for just a short time. Trying to make an indoor dog into an outdoor pet is a form of abandonment and cruelty, and your pet's health will certainly suffer. Opening your home to a pet is wonderful for you and the animal you choose, but remember that your dog or cat will thrive within your home, not outside of it. And here's one more. PetHealthNetwork.com has more to say about dogs in this article titled, Can I Leave My Dog Outside All the Time? Why Outdoor Dogs Are Less Than Happy. We've all experienced it, and in many neighborhoods you can hear more than one. The continuous barking of a dog, ignored and left in the backyard. Does he want out? Does he want food? It's likely he just wants to be part of his family. It's unfortunate, but it happens. Some dog owners think the best place for their dogs is outside all the time. Why? Reasons vary, but in our opinion, none of them are really all that good. Some dogs are left outside because they shed and their owners want to keep their houses clean. Other dogs are locked out because of destructive behavior or other bad behavior. And yet other dogs are left out in the cold because someone in the household is allergic to them. Sadly, Often dogs are left outside by dog owners that aren't putting enough effort into their pets. Whether they're unwilling or unable to train and socialize their dogs, or whether they have unrealistic expectations, 
of their dog's behavior. Some people find it easier to just keep their dogs outside. But leaving a dog in the backyard can lead to a number of bad habits in dogs that might force the owner to want to give the dog away. Endless barking, destructive digging, chewing of furniture, hoses, sprinklers, and shrubs are some possibilities. Some dogs left outside extensively become aggressive or hostile. Our take? Dogs are pack animals, and once they are welcomed into a family, humans become their pack. We urge all pet owners and would-be pet owners to choose a dog that's right for their lifestyle and can fit into their pack. If you want your house to be spick and span, for example, it's not a good idea to get a German Shepherd or other dog that sheds heavily. If you don't have time to train and exercise a big energetic dog, look for a smaller, mellower breed. Most of all, if you're not willing to welcome a dog into your family with open arms and open doors, it's probably best to consider another pet. It's not fair to the dog, and it's not fair for you. After all, we love dogs, most of all for their companionship. You're not going to get much joy out of a dog that spends all its time away from you. If you currently have a dog that you've been keeping outside because of behavior problems, talk to your veterinarian or behavioralist. If you're keeping a dog outside because a member of your household is allergic, talk with an allergist. The best and happiest dogs are dogs that are part of the family. If you have any questions or concerns, you should always visit or call your veterinarian. They are your best resource to ensure the health and well-being of your pets. And now specifically for rabbits. The Easter season is a popular time for people to adopt a pet rabbit. Months later, some bunny owners unfortunately might have grown bored with the novelty and assume it's okay to let the bunny loose outside and that it will get along just fine in the wild. But there is a big difference between pet rabbits and wild rabbits. Holly O'Meara explains in this post for the House Rabbit Society titled Stray Rabbits. It still amazes us that people abandon lovely pet rabbits in the wild, believing that they will live off the land, says Mary Morrison, after repeated calls to rescue domestic rabbits set free in New Mexico. Abandoned rabbits are expected to survive in rural and urban areas where even dogs or cats would have trouble existing. And reports of stray rabbits are increasing. But how do you know? if the rabbit you see is a stray or even domestic. Here are some guidelines. Appearance. The obvious domestic stray is a lop-ear albino or spotted individual. Less obvious in appearance is a domestic rabbit with agouti coloring. Agouti is the natural coloring of many small animal species including cottontails and jackrabbits. If appearance doesn't tell you, observe the rabbit's behavior. Although many house rabbits don't enjoy being held, surprisingly many stray rabbits solicit interaction, rescue, and handling by human passers-by. If you do pick up a stray, be prepared to hug the rabbit safely to you if he suddenly changes his mind. If a stray is following you or hanging out near your back steps, you can bet it's not a cottontail. But is the rabbit abandoned or could he have escaped? To understand how helpless a domestic rabbit is when set free, observe your house rabbit's behavior. When faced with a strange environment, 
she will proceed cautiously from home base. Frequent retreats are made to memorize the route. Why? If danger appears, home base can be achieved in a flash. A wild rabbit's life would depend on it. A domestic rabbit turned loose has no home base and little time to find one before dark and predators set in. A wild rabbit would have a lifetime of familiarity with the area, plus reflexes and instincts domestic rabbits lack. Reluctance to leave home base is why you can figure most stray domestics have not willingly left home. Unless from a nearby home, they are displaced. The bottom line is, any loose domestic rabbit you encounter needs your help. For written information on catching stray rabbits, you can contact your local House Rabbit Society chapter. The House Rabbit Society is a nonprofit rescue and education group. You can find them and more information on caring for pet rabbits online at rabbit.org. So what if you encounter a rabbit you think might be a lost pet bunny? How can you tell? And what should you do? Posted on rabbitcaretips.com, How to Tell if a Rabbit is Wild or Domestic. Written by Lou Carter, December 15, 2020 on rabbitcaretips.com. Rabbits are often seen eating grass, flowers, and vegetables in our gardens. So it makes sense that you'd want to know how to tell if a rabbit is wild or domestic. You may think they both look alike, but they're relatively easy to tell apart once you know how to recognize how they differ physically. Wild rabbits never have floppy ears and will usually have light brown fur. Wild rabbits have long, narrow faces. Pet rabbits have plumper cheeks and wide, round eyes. Non-domesticated rabbits will be afraid of humans as they are prey animals and will never approach us. How you should treat a rabbit depends on whether it is wild or domesticated. Any free animal should be left alone. Attempting to engage may frighten the rabbit. A lost pet will be scared and confused and possibly hungry. You should try to find the owner of an escaped rabbit. Wild versus domestic rabbits. To the layperson, wild and domesticated rabbits look identical. All rabbits have large ears, prominent teeth, and fluffy tails. You'd be forgiven for thinking they all look identical. Despite this, there is a range of differences. The rabbits we keep in our homes are specifically bred to be domesticated pets. These rabbits would not survive in the wild. Likewise, you should never attempt to tame a wild rabbit. Most often, a wild rabbit will be a cottontail. There are 14 breeds of rabbits found in the U.S., though none of which are domesticated, all pet rabbits are breeds that originate in Europe. Observe the size, shape, and most notably the behavior of the rabbit. These will reveal if the rabbit was born free or escaped captivity. Things to look out for include approachability. Wild rabbits will never approach you. If you try to catch one, they'll run, kick, and scream. A pet rabbit will be more trusting of humans. They will likely hop towards you, expressing curiosity. Movement. If the rabbit moves with confidence, it's likely wild. The rabbit knows the territory and where to seek safety. Domesticated rabbits are more timid. They move slowly, exploring new terrain. Coloring. 
Wild rabbits are almost exclusively light brown in color. Domesticated pets often have spotted fur or even different coloring. A wild rabbit's coat will also be coarser than that of a domesticated rabbit. Head shape. The head of a wild rabbit will be longer and thinner. Its eyes will also be narrower, almost almond-shaped. Domestic rabbits have wide, round eyes and chubby cheeks. Ears. No wild rabbit native to the U.S. has floppy ears. If the ears are upright, the rabbit may be wild. Be aware, though, some domesticated rabbits also have upright ears when attentive. Size. Wild rabbits, especially cottontails, grow to a particular size. If the rabbit is a dwarf breed, it will be somebody's pet. Giant rabbits are also invariably domesticated. Weight. Wild rabbits do not enjoy specialized food, treats, and a safe home. This means they eat less and move more. They'll weigh less as a result. No wild rabbit would trust a human. An escaped pet, though, knows that humans can provide safety and food. They'll hesitantly approach you for help. And companionship. Wild rabbits are rarely found alone. They travel in groups. An escaped domestic rabbit is likelier to wander solo. Pets struggle to adapt to the hierarchy of an established colony. If you encounter a rabbit and wonder if it's wild or domesticated, just wait. Keep your distance, staying still and quiet. You'll soon have your answer. If the rabbit cautiously approaches you, then it's domesticated. No wild rabbit would trust a human, whereas an escaped pet knows that humans can provide safety and food, and they will hesitantly approach you for help. Never, under any circumstances, force a rabbit to interact with you. Wild rabbits especially are skittish. The shock and fright of unwelcome handling can cause cardiac arrest in the rabbit. You shouldn't try to house a wild rabbit with a domestic rabbit. They won't get along. What to do if you find a lost domesticated rabbit? Some pet owners still release domesticated rabbits into the wild. Forget what you may have heard. This is not the best thing for the animal. Domesticated rabbits lack the instincts required to survive in the wild. Never forget that all rabbits are prey animals. Some rabbits escape captivity too. This does not mean the animal has been mistreated. Rabbits are creatures of instinct. Like all domesticated pets, a rabbit could escape and then almost immediately regret the decision. If you are confident that you have located a domesticated rabbit, you have two primary responsibilities. First, ensure the rabbit is healthy. Secondly, do what you can to reunite the animal with his or her owner. This is assuming that you can accommodate the rabbit in your home. How to check the health of an escaped pet rabbit. Domesticated rabbits end up on your property for several reasons. The rabbit may be trying to get home and has grown disoriented. The rabbit may have dug a tunnel, ending up in your yard. Owners may have released the rabbit. If the rabbit approaches you, he is seeking help. The animal knows that humans can offer safety and comfort. This is even true of a rabbit that has been mistreated. If you are prepared to help the rabbit, observe the following protocols. Wear gloves before touching the rabbit. 
Even domesticated rabbits carry zoonotic diseases. Do not attempt to handle the rabbit. This will terrify the animal. Let him approach you. If you have a dog or cat carrier, encourage the rabbit to enter it. Food is usually a good motivator. Keep the rabbit calm. Talk to the animal in a rhythmic, sing-song tone of voice. Do not shout or make any sudden movements. Offer water and some fresh fruit or vegetables. The rabbit may be hungry or thirsty. Give the rabbit a provisional once-over. Look for any signs of bleeding or another injury. If you see any, take the rabbit for professional help. Take the rabbit's temperature. This should be between 100 and 103 degrees Fahrenheit. If not, the rabbit is unsafe and needs to see a vet. If the rabbit is safe and healthy, try to locate its owners. You could take the animal straight to a vet for this. Alternatively, you can do some detective work yourself. How to reunite an escaped pet rabbit with the owner. Check your local area for missing posters. If a child has lost his rabbit, their first thought will be to put posters up on lampposts and the windows of local shops and homes. If you cannot find anything, check social media, Facebook in particular. They may have a local group dedicated to your area. Some people may jump straight to a digital notice, hoping for a faster response. If you're still unable to find the owner, take the rabbit to a vet. A responsible owner would have microchipped the rabbit. This means they'll have contact details for the owner. Sadly, this may not be the case. As the International Society for Animal Rights explains, microchipping is not a legal requirement in any state. If the rabbit's owners cannot be tracked, the vet may refuse to help any further. Can I keep a lost domestic rabbit as my own pet? You may ask. In theory, if the owner of a pet rabbit cannot be found, you can keep it. Just bear several things in mind. Are you certain the rabbit is not wild? Wild rabbits do not cope well with confinement. They'll become sick and stressed and often die. Rabbits are a lot of work. Are you sure you have the time and patience to care for them appropriately? Do you understand the complex needs of rabbits? Do you have enough space in your home to accommodate a rabbit? You cannot lock a rabbit in a hutch all day. They need to run free and be safe while doing so. Have you done everything you can to locate the owner? This includes putting up your own posters and using social media. If you answered yes to all of these questions, you have a new family member. Pets are considered property under U.S. law. If the owner of the rabbit gets in touch with you, you must surrender the animal. When you know what to look for, the differences between wild and domestic rabbits become clear. The discrepancies in their appearance and behavior are distinct. Knowing these differences helps you understand how to react if a rabbit hops into your yard. If the rabbit is wild, leave him be. If he's becoming a nuisance, erect a fence. If the rabbit is domesticated, somebody will be missing his pet. The rabbit will also likely be missing its human owners too. Reuniting both parties is a happy ending for all concerned. And that will do it for this week. I'm your host, Mary DeFranco. I hope you enjoyed the program. Thanks for listening. Please join me next time. And don't forget, please spay and neuter your pets. It's healthy for them and the environment.